I want to, what I want to do is I shared this part of my testimony with someone today and I'd forgotten about it. I want you to listen very carefully. At the moment, we've had so many people get set free of a bunch of things and that's going to continue to happen. But tonight has more of a, a freedom about it. When, when Maddie sang that song and she went into the first verse, we, we tried desperately to go back into that verse and we eventually got there. But what happened, there was such a sense of ascension on it. There's a sense of ascension. And what happens, you think you're just singing the song, but the Lord's meeting you. And I just wanna give you, because, because when the, 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 the scripture I'll, I'll read from after I share this story, but when I walked in, Maddie was singing, Beauty for Ashes. And ashes are something you can't redeem. But God can redeem it. It's not like, well, you've, you've, you've stuffed it up, that's it, sorry about that, son. Ah oh, well, plan B, E, F, G, H, Y, 2K, whatever. And so there's something about, and Darren was talking about the impossible and they're singing that tag. So, <clears throat> probably the tad's, pad's just, the pad's just a tad down for Todd. Okay, so, okay. I'm gonna explain a story so you understand all the dynamics. God, this is not an offering talk, by the way. God loves hilarious givers because He's a hilarious giver. Whenever He gives you something, like a healing or a financial blessing, He's like, here we go. Like He's rejoicing. It actually says in Zephaniah, He's dancing over you. So we, we learn to give. We, we just, and I'm just giving you, just like this is a testimony. I'm not sort of like being a Pharisee and, you know, big noting or anything, all right? So we just felt we, 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 we we believe in regular giving on top of everything we give, okay? We gave someone $1,000, not a big deal. I mean, $1,000 is becoming more like pocket money these days, all right? This is when it was worth a little bit more. And what happened is that is it, the Word of the Lord got released to me. Now, some people just want money given to them or supernatural debt cancellation. Hey, let's do that. But sometimes He'll give you a business or an idea. So we just released that and then the Word of the Lord came to me he said, I'm gonna give you and Rachel your own law firm. And it was like, it wasn't like sort of like he whispered it and I'm like, what was that Lord? I didn't, hear. Oh, didn't listen properly too bad. You know, I'll bless someone else. It just comes to you and it just sits there and it starts to talk to you. And so I said to Rachel, <clears throat> the Lord said, we're gonna uh, uh, have our own law firm. So then what happened was this, is that we then started to make steps and supernaturally God started providing staff, uh, 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 um, resources. It was amazing. Now, to set up a law firm isn't sort of like opening an, uh, a lemonade stand. You know, you, you, it's not. There's, there's a lot. You've got, you've got a practicing license. You've got insurance. You've got with with legal software. You have to pay continually to use the software. It's full of precedents and accounting and different things. Even if you're not making money, so it's actually potentially it's like a wood chipper. It's like a shredder. Unless you're on, so so we set this all up, and there was a supernatural grace. And then what happened? <coughs> probably about six months into it, I said to my wife, I said, um, "How was how did that client go that you you know, you're going to see today? That new one?" She said, "Oh, it's really weird. They they didn't turn up." I said, "Did you ring them?" I said, "Yeah, I have been trying to, but they're not answering their phone." So that's oh, a bit weird. The next day, how, how did that other new client didn't turn up? Didn't ring. I mean, didn't return my calls. The next day, I think two clients just didn't turn up. 
And she, like my wife started to like, because we're wired differently. And, and she started like feeling that pressure because if you're not turning stuff over, you're, 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 it's eating into your equity. So what happened is this, is that we're talking about spiritual transactions. So I, we released money and we got the, the Word of the Lord came and then we always step out. We need to teach this generation the Word of the Lord. There's too many formulas. I'm only gonna go to this church if there's a guarantee of a credential or it doesn't work that way. Is that you go on the Word of the Lord because you, circumstances change and we get tested. So what happened is it like, uh, and, and there's no guarantees, okay? It's, it's according to your faith. And so what happens is that um, I, I, my wife was like upset because I said, and I knew, I said, don't worry, it's just a demon. Now, for all the, all, you know, everything about capitalism, free economy, demographics, uh, peaks and troughs, psychology, at the end of the day, it was just a demon. <clears throat> and this demon was sitting in our gate trying to stop business. And so I, this is what I did. I said to my wife, give me three days, three days. Now I've, I've, I've worn this T-shirt before, okay? Because, it, because you, you can't do stuff by faith without the Word of the Lord. You get the Word of the Lord and, and, and it's the Word. I mean, we, it's not sort of like God said, and it, you know, we're talking God. The Word of God, the Word of the Lord, the rim, a man should not live by bread alone, but every spoken word out of the mouth of God. Okay? And so Jesus said, I only do what I see my Father doing. Zacchaeus come down here, went up to the mountain and prayed and got the names of the 10 disciples. Uh, Jesus said, when you go to the upper, uh, we have communion, there's gonna be a horse tied up. This is what's gonna happen. Someone's gonna offer. Like, he continually got the Word of the Lord from his Father through the Holy Ghost. And it's the same for us. So I... The word of the Lord I got for the law firm was just the word of the Lord. I didn't know how it was going to happen. Sometimes He'll give you a word and you don't understand it. But you're just going to step out on it. Anyway, and every word's tested. So people go, I don't like pressure. Don't worry, get used to it. You're going to go through plenty of it. Anyway, I said, give me three days. Give me three days. She's all right, because we've, we've done this before. So the first day, this is, this is it. This is what we're talking like really deep, spiritual, mystical Melchizedekian transactions of trading floors on the sea of glass. No, none of that. <coughs> Basically, I came before the Lord in Jesus' name. I said, Lord, you're, you're so good. You are so good. You're so faithful. I thank you that you told me to, that you're going to give us a law firm. Now, that was pretty much my prayer. Deep. I reminded God of His goodness. I reminded God of His faithfulness. That's it. Now, there's a few more words thrown in between, but I spent about three to four hours praising God that He can't lie, that He spoke and that He provided. That's all I did on that first day. And I felt nothing. It was awesome. Didn't feel any spirit of encouragement, any anointing, any break, none of, nothing. So that's okay. So what happened is that wife comes home, had you, I said, great. The next day, I spent about two and a half, maybe three hours, the same thing. Lord, I thank you. See, we don't, we, see you, you're down here and getting prayer. And you just, have, if we only saw what's happening in visible world, because you're making transactions. He says, he says, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So much stuff is happening because what happens, we need to do it until something moves in our heart and we believe it. Once, you, once it's in your heart and you believe it, you've got it. So, 
day two, I felt a little bit more, but about two and a half, three hours. Um, my wife probably thought I was praying all day and I didn't want to disappoint her and say I wasn't. So anyway, <clears throat> so day three, I do the same. Lord, you're so good. Thank you that you're faithful. I thank you for your word. I thank you that you've provided for us already. Thank you for the, I'm praising God. And about an hour to an hour and a half, the Lord steps in the room. This is all I'm doing is praising God. See, what I wanna show is this. I wanna show our spiritual transactions when persisted in and done in faith, manifest in the natural. You're not just worshiping or singing. I don't mean just worshiping. I wanna show you that this is real. So what happened is that I'm praising God the day three and all of a sudden, I'm just telling you what I saw. I went into a trance and a giant hole in the wall opened up. And I looked into the hole in the wall and I could see me and my wife standing there. And around us was a supernatural glory substance of wealth. I'm going, wow. Now, what happened is that then I'm like, this is awesome. And I just, I mean, see, it says in, 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 in Mark 11, 22 to 24, Jesus says, have faith in God. You could say have the God kind of faith or have the faith of God. And it says, truly I say to you, if you command the mountain to be uprooted and cast into the sea, and if you do not doubt in your heart, your subconscious, that what you say will come to pass, you'll get whatever you say. Therefore I say to you, right? Remember, whatever you, whatever you say, if you believe you've received that you will have it, that's a paraphrase. I'm just cutting to the chase. So it's got to get in your subconscious. Now your subconscious, only three things can penetrate it. One thing is trauma and people, especially with childhood stuff, it gets in your subconscious, changes your identity. The second thing is repetition. If you wanna change, be disciplined. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Repetition gets into your subconscious. The third thing is revelation. I saw a substance after three days of praising God, maybe collectively over that time, seven hours, that's not a lot. That's not a lot to come into crazy blessing. And so this opened up and I saw, I saw me and Rachel, I saw a substance of wealth around us. Then I ring her and I go, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> I did, I did, so we got it. We got it, because we've, we've done this before. And she just felt the weight lift off her. It's the Word of the Lord. So you go, oh, great, well, thanks for that. Great, let's close in prayer, no. So, so what happens is that that was Friday, you got Saturday, Sunday, and all these clients are canceled. Like it was so, it was ridiculously supernatural. And, and so what happened on Monday, nothing changed, but I knew that God had spoken to me. Tuesday, <clears throat> We just get a new client. Wednesday, two new clients. Thursday, two new clients. The place exploded so crazily, my wife said, please stop preach. Uh, please, please stop praying. Please stop praying. And we've done this again and again, where, where the law, my wife gets, the, the, the law firm's pretty quiet. And, and I get, get before the Lord and I thank Him. I'm just doing a spiritual transaction. And then my wife, about a week and a half later, goes, could you please stop praying? It's too busy, the nets are breaking. And the reason I wanna say that is this, especially on the Tuesday nights, because this is how God's leading us, is that when you praise Him and you give Him your stuff, 
He's doing things around you you don't know and He's touching your subconscious. The minute you believe it in your subconscious, in your heart, you have it. That's the, that's the work is to believe. Circumstances and pain and the lying media always are trying to put us under in fear and slavery. But when we praise the Lord, like the tabernacle of David, we meet with Him. Who feels better now than when they came in the meeting? Seriously, amen. Of course you do. Because it's not just sort of like, you know, the glee club, you know, where we're just sort of singing and come on, let's do some harmonies. You're doing spiritual transactions. This stuff's going up, but we've seen it again and again. So I offered up, I gave money to someone, a physical transaction. The Word of the Lord came to me, a spiritual transaction. A demon tried to steal it from me, right, or from us. And then what I did is I went back into a spiritual transaction and then the business exploded into a physical transaction. These are trading floors. And so if we can just put up a scripture um, in um, Isaiah, and, and this, is, this is what's in the Spirit, and, and I shared uh, Luke's dream Sunday morning. So it's Isaiah 61. Did you get any of the Scriptures? Yep, you did, great. It's, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me. Now, brokenhearted in the Hebrew means shattered. When people go through a divorce, when people go through torment and pain, they get shattered. And you go, how can something shattered be fixed? The Lord says, easy, easy. This is how amazing our God is. Uh, next one. <clears throat> to proclaim freedom to the captives, the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Okay, now hold that there, go back. Can you imagine, can you imagine like if you're sort of, uh, now things are a little bit more subtle. But can you imagine in Roman times, your mum and dad, they work in a house and they're slaves. And at the end of the night, they get chained up. <clears throat> and then they have a kid, then they have a couple of kids and the kids grow up in that. But it's normal to them. So if something's normal to someone who's a slave, they don't know they're a slave. They just think, you know, this is the way it is. <clears throat> and so there's so many people, there's a generation, not only is there an orphan spirit trying to suffocate but there's a system of slavery starting to being instituted around the world. You just have to look at the news. You just have to look at what's happening around the world in Canada. Oh my gosh, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, so I won't say anything, but it's, there's slavery trying to be instituted. And what happens is God in the Spirit is proclaiming the opposite. But we meet Him in our praise. We meet Him by faith and partake of that atmosphere and that spirit that's the opposite of the world trying to bring slavery to proclaim freedom to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Yep. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day, we're gonna hold here, and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. Now Jesus, this is, I think this is His first public sermon in, in the synagogue, in Luke chapter four, and he quotes this. And he says, the, the acceptable year of the Lord. The acceptable year of the Lord is written in, we're gonna keep that up if we can, is written in Leviticus 25. Then it's reiterated on a spiritual level in Isaiah 61. It's probably the most closely applied in, in, in Nehemiah 5. And what it is is this, 
God loves his children and he gives them an inheritance, the promised land. He says, go and get it kids. I've given you favour in the spirit. I've, I've got you massive angels that we're gonna bind them. Once you step out in faith and possess your possessions, it's all yours. And so there's massive swathes of land allocated for the children of Israel. Now, what's interesting is the biggest chunk of land was the tribe of Judah. And guess what Judah means? Praise. So the people who are most proactive in praise get the most stuff. Okay, they get the most stuff. So he was most pro, they were most proactive. But then what happens is that, is that God said, this is what's gonna happen. Every seven years, you're going to let the, the, the land rest because God loves the earth. He loves the earth, He created the earth, okay? He says He's gotta rest so it can regenerate. Don't just keep doing crops and, and just pulling that stuff out because after a while, you won't have any genuine nutrients and minerals and trace elements coming into your food. Give it rest, give it time to regenerate. So every seven years would be a Sabbath year. So God would have to give them double harvest on the sixth year that would carry them over to the eighth. Big deal. But then he said, after seven of these cycles of 40, come up to 49, this is what would happen. People in Israel would get into debt to the point they'd be in slavery. They'd screw their life up. And what would happen is they'd have to give away their inheritance. They'd have to, they'd have to, sell it to someone who would own it, you could possibly, there'd be all sorts of different arrangements. There'd be kinsmen, kinsmen, redeemers within your own tribe. Great if that works out. But basically you blew it, you blew your inheritance and now someone owns it until it's called Jubilee. And Jubilee is this, <clears throat> is that if you had screwed your life up, God was, con was determined to never let His children perpetually be slaves. Even, you go, well, how do people go into, why do people become slaves and, and lose everything? Because people are stupid. And God's budgeted for stupid. Because we think that God will bless me if I put everything, if I do everything right. No, He doesn't. God has budgeted for the gift of stupid. So you should find, some of you should find that very comforting. Feel the spirit of faith rise on the inside of you. <clears throat> I have a lot of friends. All right. So what happens is this, is that on the day of Ju on J Jubilee, the beginning of the 50th year, right? What would happen is the trumpet would be sounded throughout the land. And this is what it meant. Every person who's in debt had to be forgiven of the debt everyone who's a slave, and even there was such bad slavery, they had to move to a foreign property, a foreign tribe as a slave, and they, they could be returned to their inheritance in full, forgiven of all debts, forgiven of, of everything, and reunited with their inheritance. It was the year of release. God, this is such a big deal, and we need to rediscover because if you have had a life of slavery to fear, a life of slavery to habits, a life of slavery to pain, you get too used to it. And God says, son, daughter, I didn't create you for this. I created you for freedom, for fruitfulness. You have an inheritance in Christ. Can someone say hallelujah? 
But we actually have to possess our possessions. That's how it works. That's why I gave you that illustration before. It's, it's not just singing songs ad nauseum into the, the by and by and maybe one day, you know, I might get a, a five cent breakthrough. When you start, to, you, you start to, to connect with this, worship the Lord, you're gonna get what you believe in your heart because what happens, your heart starts to change. And so God's so good, He doesn't want any of His children in slavery in any way, shape or form. But what He says, He says, I'm giving you an invitation to come up and meet me and grab your stuff. And you do it through looking to Him, you do it through praise, you do it through what you say in your mouth. So it says here, to proclaim the year of Jubilee and the day of vengeance of our God. Vengeance on the demons that are tormenting His kids. It's not vengeance on, the, on His kids. You, 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 sometimes we just think, oh, you know, I've, I've made some dumb decisions. And what, yeah, fine. But there are demons in the mix. And God wants, He's bringing vengeance on those devils. He's bringing vengeance on those spirits that try to bring infirmity down through bloodlines of families. Same mistakes, same cycles. This is what He does. He wants to break that. So that vengeance, that spirit of vengeance is not against people, it's against the demonic. Who knows that's good news? That's good news. And the more you praise God, the more He can manifest judgment on the principalities. The more you praise Him, the more the glory is released in the angelic. The more you surrender to Him and stop carrying your rubbish, the more He can say, great, here's more they've surrendered. So it says, in the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. There's a lot of that around, keep going. <coughs> to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes. Ashes are like, you know, my dad used to sell incinerators. He used to install them. And there's not much you can do with ashes. You know, you can spread them around. But what happens, the most irredeemable reality is God can bring and put a spirit of resurrection and make something impossible happen. And when Maddie was singing that, it was, it was just divine alignment. The oil of joy for mourning. You could be like wearing your Sunday best. And I know that we're sort of, we, we don't do a lot of that here, but you know, whatever unto the Lord, if, if you come in wearing a suit, you know, we're not gonna you know, make fun, whatever you, you wanna do, seriously. No, 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 seriously, seriously. Some places it's sort of Sunday best, Monday worst. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's like, you got people like respectable going to church now and inside, they're mourning, they're mourning, <laughs> they're mourning. And so, so that religious front and looking like I've got it all together, but you're, you're, you're miserable. And the Lord says, I wanna give you the oil of joy. But here's the key, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness is that we have to put that on. We have to put that on. Is it, can you imagine like all of a sudden it's like, wow, God, God's, you know, because I'm very, I'm actually great with, I'm really, really great with, uh, confidentialities. I'm very good. I don't, I don't feel this, you know, need to share people's sad stuff. Plus, I don't want to get struck down with lightning. And <clears throat> gossiping pastors don't live long. Okay. But I'm really terrible at keeping good news to myself. I'm terrible. I'm terrible, Muriel. Seriously. It's like, it's like, like this. I'm falling like this and I'm like, when can I, oh, oh, you know, I'm like the, the weasel with foghorn leghorn. <laughs> like this, like this, right? Anyway, and so, and so what happens, I go, yeah, yeah, God said He's gonna give us a law firm. Yeah, 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 and then it happens. And then it got like this, and all of a sudden, all the business collapses. 
And it's sort of like, I thought God was going to bless me. I thought that it was going to happen, you know, I, you know, like this. No, 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 no. I put on the garment of praise. I put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You know, the, the devil is terrified of happy people. Do you know one of the meanings of being blessed is being supremely happy? Did you know it says being, being a cheerful and a hilarious giver? He, 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 that, that anointing actually, you know, like the, 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 there's so many demon spirits are actually miserable and they want you to be miserable with them. They do. <clears throat> they do. If there's any intercessors here, and there is, please get a word of knowledge about the media, okay? Because they are the worst. That was as sanctimonious as I could get. The worst. Create, speak death. You know, oh, the computer modeling, get ready for winter. You know, this is Wollongong boost. You know, like this, we've got more boosters. They're just boosting pharmaceutical profits. Anyway, so basically, no, no, no. It's, we're, talking, we're talking, this is crazy stuff. And he says, put on the garment of praise. Put on the garment of praise. Because when you put on the garment of praise, God dwells in that praise. He dwells in that praise. I want to be in the presence of God. Praise Him. Praise Him. And then all of a sudden, you've got a lot like, we've had weeks we've laid hands on people, weeks we're in the atmosphere, people just getting set free. And we're just sort of like, cool. I don't know. It's, and, and you know, sort of none of your business in a way. Just don't get stuff on the carpet. Anyway, it's okay. We've got bags now. We do. We've got bags. We do. We do. You go, they go, what sort of church do you guys go to? One that has bags. And you go, you know, you should have seen the smile on Christina's face when they came in. She thought like all of her Christmases had come at once. You know, I'd be worried if you went to a church that bags weren't required because they're holding on to stuff. <laughs> Did you need this? No, I'm, gonna, I'm keeping it in. All right, so... So anyway, um, so we're talking about Jubilee, the plant. Okay, next one, please. Yes. Put on, we have to put on the, part, the garment of praise. Then what happens, we become trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that He may be glorified. He plants us. Yep. They shall rebuild the old ruins. They shall raise up the former desolations. We're going to hold it here. They shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. Did you know that when righteousness invades an individual, a family, a church, a community, a city, a nation, things get built in the Spirit. They get built in the Spirit. Right now, there is a move. There is a move to tear down godly structures in the Spirit and turn them into a desolation. To make them a habitation of jackals and devils and uninhabitable, full of demons. And so there's something about when we, when we yield to God's ways and we praise Him, He brings that the Spirit of life into those ashes. He starts to breathe. My gosh, He's made a man out of dirt. What can He do out of ashes? Now the Spirit of resurrection. And so what happens is right now across the world, they're trying to make the spirit world utterly desolate, desolate. Paul said he was a wise master builder, but the enemy wants desolation. Did you know that one of the big signs of, the, of an eschatological sign was the abomination that causes desolation in the holy place? And so we won't go into the whole Daniel and Matthew and all of that sort of stuff, 
But when there's darkness, iniquity and sin, it creates desolation and it destroys things in the spirit. Because what happens is this, a person not in control of their own spirit is like a city without walls. When you build yourself up in the spirit and you get built up, it actually manifests in the natural. When you praise God and you put on the garment of praise, you create pathways. Not just here, but when you do it in the car, when you do it at home. And then God can invade your world. He can invade your world. That's what He did with me in the law firm. I've seen that again and again and again. You know, when I'm in a bad place, like a lot of demonic attack and stuff, I, maybe, I might pray, I don't know, a few sentences, just address the issue, right? After that, I just praise and worship God. I've learned, I've learned. You end up going somewhere where devils can't come. And sometimes God will give you the strategy. You know, he's, he's like, he, he, he so just, just do it, just do it instantly, Lord. He goes, no, 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 I'm gonna show you how to walk it out. So, so you're gonna have to wear your big boy pants or your big girl pants, you know. I just wanna, just, no, 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 no. Get to know God and he'll, he'll, he'll journey with you on this. And so I'm just gonna, we're gonna close in a second, but I just wanna, just a couple of scriptures is that because when you understand what happens, it says the emphasis here, God's proclaiming the acceptable year of the Lord, the acceptable year of the Lord, Jubilee. But why would God do that? Because people are stupid and He loves His people. See, the reason I'm putting that out there is because people go like this and go, yeah, but I've really blown it. Yeah. You don't think God didn't think of that? Don't worry about it. Hallelujah. Seriously. As soon as you know that that's in the budget, did you know that God called you, He's omniscient, and He knew all the poor choices you'd possibly make. And He still called you. And you didn't choose Him, He chose you. Read the book of John. And then what happens, and then what took place, is that when we, when we lay a hold of that garment of praise, everything starts to change. And then what happens, He establishes you somewhere. Can we put up the next Scripture, please? It shows you things happening in the invisible world because we've been talking about ascension. This is after they came through the Red Sea. You will bring them and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance. In the place, O Lord, which you have made for your own dwelling. Did we not just read, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness? And it says, and they will be trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. In your, the sanctuary, Lord, in which your hands have established. When you praise God, especially in the midst of trials, God plants you. God plants you. Paul and Silas get chucked in jail. Can you imagine, like seriously, he got his epic whinge on. They didn't just get chucked in, they just didn't get chucked in jail. They had open, open wounds on their back and they were chucked in the lowest parts of the jail and they started to praise God because they'd already been planted in the Lord. Because at the moment, what you've actually got, you've got so many things taking place. I'm telling you right now, like, I'm sorry for anyone, because I got COVID, you know, I mean, it didn't get me too bad, I, just a few days. And I just got a lot of sleep and I got, you know, quarantined and that. And some, some, generally speaking, it's a 99% recovery rate, okay? But you've got stuff, you're getting people getting adverse reactions to things, which the media won't cover. It's, it's, I heard of more today, life-changing ones. Not just I felt a bit sick. We're talking, 
heart not ever going to be the same. Right? There's a lot. There, there, there's a lot of stuff going on. We got, we got, we got teachers, police, ex-teachers, ex-police, and ex-nurses come to our church regularly just for comfort and prayer because they're in the mortgage belt and they just we just we look to the establishment like it was dad and they just kicked us to the curb there's a lot of stuff going on in Canada even though even though uh, uh, people have been arrested told to go home and driven away they still have bank accounts frozen, GoFundMe, all this sort of stuff, but they're still maintaining the emergency or the martial law. There's stuff going on. So what happens is this. What we have to choose is we have to choose what spirit we'll partake of because this is not a disassociative party trick. This is actually what heaven is, it says proclaim it. This is proclaim, it says, this is the good news. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus is Lord, He has won. Nothing is impossible. Then He says, how do we access that? To Him who believes all things are possible. But let's start with putting on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Let's start speaking the Word of God. Let's start by just speaking the answer. Let's speak destiny, decree thing and it shall be established. And what happens, not only is it established, you get planted and established in the mountain of His inheritance. That's a real place. Uh, don't put it up, but just read Hebrews chapter 12, verses 22 to 24. It says, and now you have come to Mount Zion, the new Jerusalem, the heavenly Jerusalem. It's not when you die. When you get, say yes to Jesus, when you re- receive Jesus as Saviour, you get born again and your spirit gets relocated in a heavenly dimension. And the more you worship, your spirit and your soul start to hang out more. When you don't worship, you wonder even if you've got a spirit. Serious. You're going, uh-huh. You know, we're in the last day, it's a bit heavy. You know, it's like this. It says, arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Behold, darkness shall cover the earth, deep darkness over the people, but His glory and His light will be seen over you. Gentiles shall see your light and come to you with heaps of camels. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You know, like that's what some people's inner, inner dialogue is. But he's actually, he's actually, Lord, saying, we've got to choose to partake of the Spirit of Jubilee. As I showed earlier, if you say, I'm putting on the garment of praise, I'm meditating on God's Word, He actually, everything starts to change on your inner world, in your inner world, and then you get what you believe. We got next Scripture, please. Just about finished. I might have an early minute. Here we go. This is one of Daryl's favourites, and I've plagiarised it, but there's no such thing because it's the Bible. And the Lord says, And I have put my words in your mouth. I have covered, so, so it's your mouth, your mouth your mouth, okay? I have covered you with the shadow of my hand that I may plant the heavens, lay the foundations of the earth and say to Zion, you are my people. See, God says, when you speak my word, you're planting the heavens. Isn't that an incredible reality? But it takes discipline. The three things that get in your spirit, your subconscious, 
And you know what, a lot like great, some of you dress a certain way, great, bingo, made an effort, some maybe not as much. Um, you know, what your, your physical appear, all those things are not, but you know what, that's all window dressing. You only really are what you are in your subconscious. You only are what you are when you're not conscious of acting or feeling. You only are what you are of how you are when you're not around people. And when you go into glory, when you get that big promotion, that's what's going in there. And the three things that penetrate that are trauma, especially childhood stuff. Then you've got repetition, it's discipline. I will put on the garment of praise. You know, since I saw that hole in the wall, me and my wife in that realm of glory, it's easy to believe because in my subconscious, spent three days. See that? It's like to see that is better than getting a couple of million bucks. Because I don't see myself ever, ever as like, like we need something. Pray about it. Who thinks that's amazing? Because what happens is I put on the garment of praise, the spirit of heaviness. Put on the garment of praise. You know, like this. Do you know what? If you're facing impossible thing, praise the Lord. This is why Paul says, "Rejoice in the Lord a lot." No, no, no. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I said rejoice. Why? Because heaven is happy and it's full of provision. And God says, I understand, I understand people mess up, but He still made provision for it. That's why Jubilee. And what it is, is rather than just going, I just need a healing, I need a breakthrough, I need my life turned around, I need my, my relationships restored. And what happens, it's not like, I want, I want it, and the devil goes, you're just selfish. No, 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 no. What happens, all in the Spirit, on the day of Jubilee, they would blow the horn and it would proclaim the year of release of slavery to go and possess your possessions. Isn't this, a, this is, how good is God? How good is God? And you start to see the impossible because you change on the inside first. The last scripture I think is Obadiah. And so this is a now thing, but on Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. You know, well, like I said, you know, get a bit of worship. Daryl gets up here, you know, pull some, some moves, all that sort of stuff. And then all of a sudden it's like, seriously, you, you, the minute he does this whole, you know, you go, uh-oh, here we go. Right, there's gonna be some screaming going on. So, so basically it says deliverance. Now, we like, there, there was, there, there was that, that, that one that was, we, one night was especially vomitous, I remember, right? And, and people coming up to us going, I thought I was gonna chuck, but I held it in. I said, well, probably don't do that. Don't hold it in next time, right? We had pe people going, ah, oh. people go like this, people go like this. They go, ah, they go, oh, that's just show, you know. People were puking outside. Seriously, they were having a secret time with the Lord. It's sort of like, I'll just leave that with you, thank you. And like, serious, <laughs> seriously, cast your cares upon Him. <laughs> Legit! Mount Zion, there'll be deliverance. There'll be holiness. Yeah, oh, seriously. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. So what happens is, is this is what people think. Well, my, my God, and like this. Do you know what? You've, we've got to learn that Jesus isn't gonna die on the cross again and He's not gonna pour out His Spirit again. He's done it. We have to learn to possess our possessions. We have to learn to possess our possessions. And the first thing, the first, the first station is put on the garment of praise. People go, yeah, you, you, you've heard this before. It's sort of like, you know, how you going there? I've got the joy of the Lord. He said, well, you gotta tell your face about it. 
serious. These people are sort of like, you, you know, you're not going to connect with God like this. Can you imagine just standing before the throne of God and you're like, <laughs> Seriously. Is it? But that's how you possess your possessions. Because the, 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 whole, the whole spirit of Jubilee is joy. It's joy. And if you, if you start, I, yeah, we're gonna do this. We can do this. Look, here's the deal, here's the deal. We've got announcements. Just put some pictures up, will you? All right? Now, yeah. Let's do that. Now, here's the deal. Here's the deal. There, there, there's a flow of the Spirit. Now, what's going to happen, right? I'm, going to, I'm only going to do this once, is that get the buckets and just put them on stage. And when the service finishes, just put your offering in there. That, I don't want to, I don't want to, there's something bad to happen, okay? Shabba baba. All right. So, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, but, but do the buckets thing now. But don't come up now. Just the ushers, yeah. I'm just telling you. Because I just, something's about to happen. All right, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. <laughs> now, this is what I've learned. This is what I've learned. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. You just skip, spread them around. <clears throat> That's the offering talk. Thank you. <clears throat> no, look, I just, and hey, I don't want to part who uh, giving. It's, God loves a hilarious giver, but we'll, let's, we'll, let's work on the hilarious part first. All right. <clears throat> okay. So, you know, there's too, there's so much misery going on, especially in churches. And then people sort of like, they try and, you know, and that, that misery still, it's still got, a, got, a, got an odour about it. And what happens is this, is the spirit of Jubilee is connected to the, the joy of the Lord. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, 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 pa- parents, where are you? Wave your hand, wave your hand. Pa- parents, I want to see parents. Okay. So you go, you get, your, kid, your kid's been like telling you for Christmas, stuff for Christmas, right? I'm just going to explain something. I really want that game. You know, like this. And you know what the scripture says? Faith without hints is dead. And so, and so, huh. And so what happens is that you go, all right, Johnny wants the game. All right, cool. We're going to pretend like we didn't hear him and, you know, hide it somewhere or whatever. Anyway, what happens is that you buy stuff for your kids. And when you're buying it, you're going, oh, they're going to love this. And you're actually really excited. You're excited about giving your, who loves giving their kids stuff? Seriously, you feel, you feel that excitement. Nieces, nephews, you know, the same deal. And so you're really excited. And, but there's that like, I want you to think that the Lord goes, okay, I have the most amazing gift for my kids. I've given them my son and I've poured up my spirit on the day of Pentecost. And now I've outlined this amazing freedom package called Jubilee. And God is so excited. He's not sitting back and just seeing if you receive it. He's actually excited whether you're excited or not. And if you want to sit there and you want to marinate in your own juices and just sit there and just go, I don't know, he's still happy. He's still full of joy. And when you say, because there's a weird pride. I don't, I don't want to yield my emotions to the Lord. I'm like, well, well, hello. There's that weird sort of like, you know, I tell people, if you, when you smile to the Lord, 
Something happens. It really is a thing. And people sort of like, okay, come on, let's, let's just, just show him your teeth. And you see people like this going. They'd rather do that and get nothing. Isn't that messed up? Be like a little child. This is not like some Pentecostal Simon Says aerobic session, right? It's like, like, so what happens, we just sort of, and what I'm gonna do in a minute, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna lead you guys in a prayer. I'm gonna get you to talk to the Holy Ghost and Holy Spirit. <laughs> Can you please show me your joy? Because this joy is actually the key to the good news. Because the Lord, He's already got this amazing present. He goes, oh, this is amazing. And, and like it says in 2 Chronicles 16:9, the eyes of the Lord, like an algorithm, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, seeking whose heart is loyal or completely His, so He may show Himself strong on their behalf. If you really want it, God says, I'm not holding back, but He's full of joy. You need to understand if you're, don't get into this anthropomorphic, God feels how I feel. He's really happy. He's laughing. He's dancing. He's smiling. It actually says in Isaiah 53, what He put His Son through pleased Him because He saw you. It says it pleased the Lord to do what He did to Jesus at Calvary because He saw you. And so what I want us to do, and I'm gonna get, lead you in a really quick prayer. Gonna get, in a second, I'm gonna get you to stand. <clears throat> some of you are gonna get whacked, some of you might not, it doesn't matter. But then I want you to pray this every day, a couple of times a day, okay? And you're gonna specifically ask the Holy Spirit. We might ask a few times, but then we're gonna get you guys to drink. We're gonna get you guys to say, Holy Spirit, you know I'm very boring. <laughs> but I really need you to show me your joy because your joy needs to be my strength. We might do that a couple of times, but then what'll happen, this is what we do, do it by faith. I'm not kidding, you go, what a prophetic acts, you know? I said prophetic, prophetic acts, right? It's like, you know what, Elisha goes to the king of Syria, get this arrow and strike the ground. He's a bit like, you know, a couple of love taps. And he, if he did it with vigour and conviction, history would have been changed. The enemy would have been completely defeated but in, instead of temporarily halted, okay? What we're gonna do after that, we're gonna get you to pray that a couple of times. <laughs> and then I want you to get out your barrel and you're gonna go like this and you're gonna go, Lord, here's my barrel. I ask you to fill my barrel, right? I'm gonna ask you to fill my barrel and then uh, you're gonna go, now I'm gonna drink what's in my barrel and then you're gonna drink by faith. Why do you think they had to do that on the day of Pentecost? They said, these are not drunk as you suppose. He didn't say these are not drunk as you suppose. And there's something about it. So who wants to pray the joy prayer? Stand to your feet, stand to your feet. All right, get comfortable. We might pray this a couple of times. We might pray this a couple of times. Now you're, this is specifically to the Holy Spirit. He is God in the room. God is in the room, okay? And so if you want your life changed, talk to the Holy Spirit all the time because He will lead you into all truth and He's your comforter, okay? Close your eyes. Just put your hands out in front of you. We're probably gonna do this a couple of times, but I'm gonna get you, when, after, when, you, when, we, 
when we do the, the end bit of the prayer, I just want you to start to receive. I'm, I might have a little bit of an interval between each prayer, just to give you time just to marinate a little bit. And then we're going to drink out of our barrels. Okay, <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. Say this after, oh, I'm getting it already. Say this after me, Holy Spirit, I love you. And I'm sorry that sometimes I'm a bit boring and unbelieving. Holy Spirit, I ask You to show me Your joy. Show me, Holy Spirit, how happy You are. Now just breathe in, just breathe in. Just see what He does. There we go. Yeah. Do you know a merry heart makes like a medicine? You could get so whacked in joy, you could get healed of cancer. Here we go. Now some people are happy. I want to get healed of something I don't have. All right. Okay. Okay. Holy Spirit, I love you. And I thank you that you love me. I can know nothing unless You show me, unless You reveal it to me. Holy Spirit, show me Your joy and how much You love me. It is starting to flow. It says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm. Mm. Some of you guys are allergic to smiling, seriously. You've got to get, get rid of that allergy. Holy Ghost. <laughs> Holy Ghost. All right. All right. We're going to, one more time, and then we're going to get our barrels out. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're so patient. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Holy Spirit, You are so patient. I ask You to show me, to reveal to me Your joy. I want to experience Your joy. It's not my joy, it's Yours. Can You lend it to me for a while? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Okay. Just just have a just 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 breathe in just for a moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At the moment it's just like we're oiling up dry old leather. All right. <laughs> it's getting moist. Holy Ghost. <laughs> Holy Ghost. All right. Okay, get your barrels out. Get your barrels out. And if you feel silly doing it, you really need to do it, okay? All right, you go, I'm not gonna do this. I rebuke a spirit of pride. Lord, here is my barrel. I present it to You. Fill my barrel with Your heavenly wine, Your vino celestial. I thank You, You have filled it 
Now I drink from my barrel. There we go. There we go. Just put your head back. Have a nice old drink. Have a nice old drink. Have a nice old drink. Because joy helps you to believe for miracles. Joy breaks depression. <laughs> have another drink. Go on. Just have another. There we go. There we go. There we go. Have another drink. Just keep going. Seriously. This is how you get planted. I said planted, not plastered. Here we <laughs> You will be the plastered of the Lord that He may be glorified. Come on. Lord, do it again. Here is my barrel. I present my barrel to you. Fill my barrel with your heavenly wine. And now I drink. Go for it. Holy, 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 holy. There we go. Just let it out. It's like it's praying in tongues. Just let that laughter out. Go for it. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. If you're, please don't grimace to the Lord. He's not grimacing. Make sure you at least smile at Him. Make sure you at least show the Lord your teeth. Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh, serious. <laughs> holy, 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 holy. Keep your eyes closed. This is a supernatural experiment. Now, some of you are not smiling. Just close your eyes. No one, anyone looking around. I guarantee you start smiling to the Lord, you're gonna get whacked. One, two, three, smile at Him. Go on, smile, serious. And there we go. And there we go. You can feel that. It's so much easier. So much easier. Holy, holy, holy. holy. The Lord doesn't have furrows in His brow. He doesn't. Holy, 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 holy. More Lord, more Lord, more Lord, more Lord, more Lord. Thank you, holy. Thank you, holy. Thank you, holy. Mm. Mm. Just keep drinking. That's how you get miracles. That's how you have visions. That's how you have encounters where you get, get caught up into the heavenly realms. Don't just go, okay, we're gonna finish now. Just, <laughs> my gosh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy, 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 holy. That spirit of anxiety is really getting upset. That spirit of concern and worry is really concerned and worried. Feels like you're out of the boat right now and you need to get out the boat. <laughs> holy, 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 holy. Drinking the Holy Ghost, it heals a lot of marriages, it does. Really, just the anointing just gets rid of all the crustiness. Holy Ghost. 
It's true. Holy. Releasing bitterness, disappointment, pain. People don't like letting go of those things because they're more familiar. Some people go, I'm a little worried. Why? I feel really happy. I'm out of my depth. (laughs) Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. This is how you believe for things. You know, those three days I just praised God and I just pray, I just praised Him. I just, because He's good, He's faithful. I just praised Him. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There was a woman that went to a Rodney Howard Brown meeting and she got so drunk that they carried her home. And the next day she couldn't even do the washing. She fell into the washing basket. And people, people got really upset with her. They thought it was just psychosomatic and put on. And then what happened is she explained that when she was laughing, she got caught up to heaven. And she was in a lot of pain for a lot of years over an abortion she had. She went up to heaven, she saw Jesus sitting down on a rock and a little girl dancing in front of Jesus. And Jesus looked at the, the little girl looked at Jesus, look Jesus, mummy's laughing. And the laughter set her free permanently of that condemnation and grief. Don't ever judge someone for being happier than you. Don't ever judge someone. (laughs) So this is what we're gonna do. Seriously, who can really simply once to three to more times a day, just stop what you're doing and say, Holy Spirit, I ask You to show me Your joy. And then just give them a few minutes to do it because there's too much grief. And you go, you, you know, we're going to go out and we're going to win the souls and witness to people. And then you, you spiritually, you're so beaten up, you're like a raisin in the sun, you know. And you go, how would you like what I want? And they're like, we're good, bro. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you want to come to church? Bit busy. Next 10 years. All right. So we're going to leave it there.